Live across the Great Lakes State, you're connected to Michigan's most engaging and influential radio and television program, Michigan's Big Show, starring Michael Patrick Shields. Presented by Blue Cross, Blue Shield of Michigan, and Blue Care Network. I'm producer and creative director, Tony Cuthbert. This is meteorologist John McMurray. Now in the shadow of the Capitol Dome in Lansing, he's heard from the beaches of Lake Michigan to the halls of power and behind closed doors, here's Michigan's Michael Patrick Shields. Quiet, please. In exactly 15 seconds, we'll be on the air. I was hoping you'd be a little funnier. To all the sneaky Pete's of the world who thought that maybe settling for mediocrity was a good idea because it was safe, don't do it. Take a chance, take a risk, find that passion, rekindle it, fall in love all over again. It's really worth it. Michael Patrick Shields is on the air. Good morning, world. Good morning, Michigan. Michael Patrick Shields, radio stations across the state of Michigan worldwide at MIBigShow.com. From the end of the road at the top of the world with a tale well calculated to keep you in suspense. We wish you a very pleasant day and hope you'll bring a friend next time. And if you're listening for the very first time, it's nice to meet you here on our radio stage through the AT&T microphones, where Eastern Michigan University is ranked number one in Michigan for its master's program in educational psychology. Find out why Michigan's second oldest public university is right for you at emich.edu. We talk about politics here. And in uh, mediastat virtus is what we say. The truth is in the middle. And we take the work seriously, but we don't take ourselves seriously. And if you're going to have a conversation, is it going to be an honest conversation when it comes to politics? Uh, The Hill has an article, Why Americans Are Concealing Their True Political Beliefs. You know what I mean? You get quiet, right? It was a study by Populous Insights. And they used a clever methodology to figure out were people actually saying how they felt. And the difference between how they felt and what they said was very different. 14 percentage points in some cases. Might surprise you to know that millennials, we think they're all lefties, right? Not that there's anything wrong with being a lefty. But I'm just saying, they're privately millennials much more conservative than you might think, especially when it comes to education issues. Three-quarters of millennials, privately, think parents should have more influence on the school curriculum. Uh, They also have more private doubts about racism and gender ideology being taught in schools. See, you thought they were all in on that, but quietly they're not. Just one in four, privately, think CEOs should take public stances on social issues. You know how Disney went forward and did that? Well, only one in four millennials think that's a good idea. And do they think racism is built into America? No. 42%. But what you're hearing is 65%. Oh, by the way, it's not just millennials. Republicans in general, uh, they weren't so crazy about overturning Roe versus Wade as you might think. And also, Democrats weren't quite as enthusiastic about masking. They weren't that nuts about it. Seemed like they were. Maybe they told you they were, but they weren't. Independence, too. Certain racial minorities, they're the least comfortable sharing their views in public. Is that what we want? A chilling environment? 
And since you're not saying the truth, you figure nobody else is saying the truth. If you're not sharing your opinion, you know the other people aren't. So the default expectation, everyone's hiding something. What's the secret then? What's the solution? Well, one of the easiest things to do is stop using politics as a litmus test for your friendships and your social interaction. Because, according to Aaron Norman, the Lee family fellow, State Policy Network, uh, solid friendships have individuals that'll have intimacy and share their true opinion. And that will improve the lost art of tolerating disparate views. You think differently? I think differently. Well, we agree to disagree. You may be right. Who knows? John Galuz, Union Financial Group, LLC.com in Grand Rapids is on our AT&T line. He can help you with your retirement and your investments, sir. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. Got a question for you here, okay? Yeah. President Biden has been talking about efforts to curb banking fees, like junk fees, they're called, I guess. And uh, he wants to restrict charges on people who deposit bad checks. And because, you know, if you're depositing a bad check, you're in the hole already. So what's an extra fee going to do? And also customers who overdraw their account because of slow bank processing. Are these really serious issues? They are serious issues, but here's the thing. When, when people have pain, it causes them to change for the better. If you run your business poorly and your competitors are killing you, you have to get better at what you do. If you're if you're kiting checks or writing bad checks or overdrawing your account and it's constantly in the negative and you're racking up a thousand dollars a month in fees, it causes you to get better financially. So, you know, I, I, I just the government needs to stay out of this stuff. Let the chips land where they land and let people get better through pain. That's what I think. I see. Okay, there are consequences to actions then. And uh, President Biden is also saying that the world is in disarray because of, you guessed it, Vladimir Putin and the invasion of Ukraine. He has admitted that Thanksgiving, quote, costs a lot of money. And he says an average family is going to go visit their mother or father for Thanksgiving. The charge uh, is a billions of dollars if you add it all up. And two, he says, two, three, four hundred dollars for the average family. And he says, I appreciate the frustration of the American people, but turkey prices up 75%. And other staples, potatoes, butter, cranberries, also up double-digit percentages over last year as we have the worst inflation in 41 years. And those surging interest rates, too, slowing everything down. And some of the economists, I don't know about you, they're, they're blaming the elevated government spending for... Large jumps in the cost of housing and transportation and food, and only 16% of the voters say the economy is excellent or good. Yeah, so human nature, you know, nobody wants to stand in front of the mirror and pull the curtains back and look at the truth, but I think the smartest thing Biden could do would be just to admit that his plans are failures and reverse course and and uh, take a different path. Uh, that's what he should do instead of blaming everybody and their brother for for uh, the inflation problems. I mean, the the actual issue is the guy spent trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars, printed all this money out of thin air, caused all this inflation. Then he likes to blame it on boogeymen and you know make himself look 
you know, he's got skin in the game. It's all him. These are failed policies, and you know, and until he does that, people won't respect him. I mean, that's what I believe, anyways. They also say he's leaning on the oil companies because their costs are coming down a little, so he wants the savings passed along. And he says that uh, Pete Buttigieg, the transportation secretary, is smashing on airlines about their rebooking fees and their seating charges. So he's found some enemies, I guess, and they're right in our public uh, corporate sector. Exactly. You know, and I would have a lot more respect for politicians if they would admit when they were wrong and reverse course and make changes. And we all make mistakes. Uh, you know, let's uh, generate a, a, an environment of, of common respect for each other versus passing the buck and so on and so forth. And that's right where we started. And you can end with John Galoo's Union Financial Group, LLC.com in Grand Rapids. It's Michael Patrick Shields. Through the AT&T microphones all across Michigan. If tomorrow all the things were gone, I'd work for all my life. And I had to start again with just my children and my Lee Greenwood is 80 years old today. It's Michael Patrick Shields. This was 1984. God bless the USA. His song came up. He performed in the parking lot one time at the Country Club of Lansing, too. Here is the birthday boy, Lee Greenwood, with MPS. And I'm proud to be an American, where at least I know I'm free. And, of course, many campaigns, including George Herbert Walker Bush, who was actually a friend of Lee Greenwood, and right all the way up to Donald Trump, they used this song as their walk-up or walk-out song from time to time. I don't know how Lee Greenwood feels about that. But God bless the USA, whether it's a campaign or just your Thursday morning. God bless the USA. God bless Lee Greenwood. We never let the birthday of a beautiful person pass without taking notes. Speaking of Donald Trump, Marla Maples is 59 today, too. The former Mrs. Donald Trump. Uh, and Roberto Benini, Tante Aguri to the Italian movie star and director and writer. And when he won the Oscar for the movie Life is Beautiful, La Vita y Bella, he uh, climbed all the way across the chairs. He didn't walk down the aisle. He was so excited, he walked on top of the chairs to the stage. And God almighty, it was Sophia Loren giving him the Foreign Movie Award that year. And it was such a beautiful celebration of being Italian. And Benini emoted like this. Thank you, Sophia. I live here at the Oscar, but I want you. I want to be rocked by the waves of your beauty. Come here. Thank you, thank you. This is a moment of joy. And I want to kiss everybody because you are the image of the joy. And he who kisses the joy as it flies lives in eternity sunrise, they said the poet. And this is wonderful to be here. Wonderful. I feel like now really to, to, to dive in this ocean of, uh, of, of uh, generosity. This is too much. Your generosity is... Uh, and uh, how do you say when the rain... The, the, the hailstorm. It's a hailstorm of, of, of uh, kindness, of... Uh, over gratitude for you, and uh, really, I would like to thank everybody. Did the movie because uh, 
I, we can, without them, I couldn't fly with this move. Everybody who did, the, the producer, the screenwriter, Cerami, Elda Ferry, and Gianluigi Braschi, Nicola Piovani, Vittorio Cecchigori, Harvey Weiss, Steve Miramax people, thank you very much for what you did. And also, I would like to thank uh, my parents uh, in Vergaio, in the little village in Italy. <laughs> they gave me the biggest gift, uh, poverty, and I want to thank them for the rest of my life. Really, but thank you, Mama Babo. Thank you. And thank you for your love. Because it's a, if I am here, it's because people love the movie. So it's always a question of love. I'd like to dedicate this prize to those, because the subject of the movie, those who are not here, they gave their life in order we can say life is beautiful. And I would like to also say... A kiss to Giorgio Cantarini. Ciao, Giorgio, the little boy. And because we are talking the love, uh, Dante said, L'amor che muove il sole, le altre stelle, love who move the sun and the other star. Love is a divinity. And sometimes if you have a faith, like all the divinities, it can appear. That's why I want to dedicate this prize to Nicoletta Braschi. Thank you. Ah, faith and love and excitement. Can you be that happy about just waking up today? Wouldn't that be sweet? He who kisses the joy lives in eternity sunrise, is what Roberto Benini said. Mm. It's Michael Patrick Shields with you, radio stations across the state of Michigan. President Trump, back to Lee Greenwood, scheduling two new rallies, the former president, before Election Day. Guess where he's going? Iowa and Pennsylvania, and then Florida, too. If you think he's not running for president, but he's going to those places, I got a bridge I'd like to sell you. Uh, Governor Whitmer has the former president, Barack Obama, coming into Michigan on her behalf. That will be at Renaissance High School in Detroit, October 29th. They're going to rally about abortion rights, voting rights, public education. By the way, MERS News points out they think of everything. The Whitmer campaign has 48 paid staffers, the most in history of Michigan's race for governor. 48 staffers, and they're still in a dead heat. I wondered what some of the nominees or would-be nominees, the contestants in the Republican nominating process, think about what's going on. Finally, Kevin Rinke appears in MERS News. He said that Tudor Dixon's done a good job of narrowing the gap and giving herself a chance to win. He's disappointed in the governor and her lack of real answers and talking points and spin is what he said. Uh, $54 million coming to Michigan from the EPA, electric buses for the schools. And it's uh, Senator Debbie Stabenow and Senator Gary Peters announced those grants through the EPA's clean school bus program. Bacon in Michigan. Uh, speaking of the Whitmer campaign and the governor, the three Jackson County suspects accused of helping the plot to kidnap her have been all convicted. All found guilty uh, by a jury saying they supported a terrorist act. And it was the Wolverine Watchmen, the illegal gang. Ford Motor Company is out of Russia, finally. They decided to suspend all operations in March when Russia invaded Ukraine. And so they've taken it all apart and they're done. A um, Oh, Larry Inman, too, his, uh, the state rep from Traverse City, his federal bribery charge, the second one now, after the hung jury, is going to be April 25th. 
in Grand Rapids where we're heard on WTKG. He's got a public defender now who's supposedly the best in the nation at what he does. So we'll see. And you ever eaten at a Waffle House? No, not Huddle House. They're the same, though. Waffle House. Well, a truck was parked in front, and it popped out of gear, and the truck rolled right into the Waffle House. Thank God nobody was hurt. This was in Georgetown, Kentucky. But the restaurant, substantial damage. And so the Waffle House is closed. Have a good breakfast. Well, it's over easy. I play the hairs brown. Take my hand, mama, we're going to town. Oh, what a wonderful thing to do.